0: Welcome back. It's the R.I.J. podcast hosted by Robbie J. You know, I have to I have to say um, last week I was going to record some episodes. I put a little baby episode on there so that people would know what was going on. Um, But the basic gist is that um, Spotify decided that they're going to as of June 2024, which gives plenty of time, of course, but they're going to go to a new product. It's called Riverside. So but the problem was is that last week I I couldn't go to use Spotify's original tools. So I'm looking in there and I'm like, well, where the fuck is the recording tool? And everything kept pointing to this riverside. So you know, I only have so many windows to record these things. And by the time that I have figured out how to use the Riverside software, it had already passed. I didn't have any time left. So that's where we were. Um, I put a quick, uh, episode out last week to just say, where are my episodes? Cause I finally figured out how to use the goddamn software, um, only to come in tonight to record and figuring I have to use Riverside and then having the original tools available because as it said in the original message, it's not until June of 2024. So, which is a Spotify make up your goddamn mind, please. So anyway, um, What I wanted to talk about last week was the obvious thing, which was the result of the Super Bowl. So I mean, I was pretty disappointed. I have to admit, not that I'm a San Francisco fan by any any stretch of the imagination. Um, But I was pretty disappointed. I mean, I walked away from it. Uh, Honestly, I mean, I'll I'll be straight with you. all I turned it off right in the middle of it. It went to the halftime show. Um, my son was really pushing to watch the Super Bowl this year. I really couldn't care less, obviously. I mean, not to be a sore loser, but once the Ravens are out, I was kind of like, why am I watching this? I don't really care anymore. It makes no difference to me. We all know that Kansas city is going to win. Um, but you know, the first half, it looked like it was going to be taken. It looked like San Francisco was going to come and and take it. But as, as many people have said to me, well, you, you know, that's pretty much Kansas city's MO. They'll be behind by 7 or 10 points, and then they'll rally in the second half and just completely obliterate the other team. Now, that kind of happened and kind of didn't. Uh, It was at least a tie game, and then it went into overtime where Kansas City won it with that magical uh, um, touchdown pass, uh, which wasn't sent to Kelsey, which is interesting. But either way, oh, I'm drinking tea tonight because I just am. But... So they ended up winning the game. So, I mean, you know, I had turned it off long before that. I saw that I had been monitoring the score on my cell phone, but I just couldn't tune in anymore. I didn't really care about the Usher thing. Nothing was really holding me to it. I thought that the Super Bowl this year had the worst fucking commercials I've ever seen. And I mean that by a long shot. First, there was only two movie trailers that I could tell because I watched the first half. Only two movie trailers attached to it. And both of them said to to watch the entire trailer go online (laughs) (laughs) because it's too expensive to have the trailer, you know, in in full view on the Super Bowl. Well, that didn't used to be the case. You used to be that they wouldn't just do like a little highlight. They would do the full trailer, usually a 30 second spot. Um, But these for Deadpool and uh, what was the other one? Deadpool and, and Quiet Place Day One, both had trailers released, but they were only the little baby like teaser, trailer, trailer, teaser, teasers. So I didn't really care about that. Um, I want to see. I think both movies look excellent. I'm going to see both of them. Um, My assumption is with Disney, they can't afford to do Super Bowl spots because they're in a really bad place right now and it just keeps getting worse. If if there's a new week that goes by, there's a new lawsuit that's filed against them for discrimination uh, from all kinds of I mean, lately it's been from women. So women in California are suing Disney for equal pay issues. Um, and Gina Carano is now suing Disney because they threw her off in the Mandalorian because she made uh, a quote unquote inappropriate tweet. So those all launched the this past week. I, I mean, they're in some trouble. I mean, I don't, you know. I've said before that I really do think, and I do, I, I continue to think, it's a possibility. I think we could see that the Disney will file for bankruptcy. I think it's very possible. You could be like, "That's impossible! Why are you a conglomerate?" Okay, if they keep going like this, there's no way that they can sustain it. They just can't sustain this. I right? you, you tell me the the toys are they're in a they're in a dispute with Hasbro right now because they can't move merchandise. I don't know if you all have heard that. That Disney is in an issue. Uh, Hasbros basically uh, submitted an ultimatum to Disney that they want out because their, their stuff doesn't sell. They have apparently now this is a rumor. they have apparently three to four warehouses full of Disney merchandise that they've had to just pull and discontinue because no one buys Disney stuff anymore. They said the only properties that sell with Disney uh, are Spider-Man is still a big sell, um, and there was one other one that they said. Like I think the princess line is still pretty hot, but other than that, Hasbro's in a way because they're they're on the verge of bankruptcy as well, because Disney doesn't have anything that fucking sells, so it's all bad news as far as I can tell. I mean I don't know how they get out of this. I I really don't. I I don't know. There's an, uh there was a recent investor call where they had to you know do all their little silly shit where they acted like we're making money. I mean I think that this. As I've said before, this isn't just a Disney thing, but it's a streaming thing. All of these streaming numbers to me, are bullshit. they're all lies. Um, because you can basically say whatever you want. who's gonna know? And you have these departments like Nielsen and stuff that do these baby ratings and they they base it on on a theory that they have or or algorithms. Now, I'm not saying the algorithms algorithms are wrong per se, but Jesus, I mean, it's just it's a nightmare. No one really knows what's going on. Nobody knows how much these companies are spending on movies. Nobody knows how much their losses are. They keep all of this a secret. And somehow this is above board to lie to you, the consumer. (laughs) But okay. Hey, I mean, we'll see how it goes. But again, as I've said, and you're like, are you ever going to do the Disney episode? Yeah, but I have to do a lot of research to do it. Like I can't just come and just pontificate. I want to make sure I have all my ducks in a row. I have begun research on the Disney episode. It is coming. Um, but it's going to at least be an hour, if not an hour and a half. There's that much to go through, that many lawsuits and issues that they're having and, and uh, numbers that we have to critique and go over. It's a lot of work. So um, not that you're not all worth it. You're definitely, definitely worth my time to spend some time on the Disney. I mean, you're worth it, but it's going to be later because it's just it's too much going on. Plus, we have a, a possible board uh, reissuance happening in April. So that'll be what you want to watch. What you want to see is whether there's a hostile takeover of the board of Disney in April. That's going to be what's going to set the tone for 2024. Now, in my opinion, if the hostile takeover takes over, which you, I'm sure some of you have seen, Elon Musk is involved now because he hates Disney. Um, if the hostile takeover does happen, I think that Disney has a chance. I do. Uh, if it doesn't happen, then I think that the company's going to go bankrupt. There's no doubt about it. Under Bob Iger's leadership, who is the number one, he's the CEO. This company has taken beatings from every fucking angle. The guy is absolutely worthless. Um, I don't know. I, I understand he's on a contract. And I understand that he has all of his friends on the board, so they're not going to remove him. Um, but they're doing it to their, to their shareholders' detriment when they continue to fail continuously over and over and over again. Now, I'll give them this. And you're gonna be like, well, you gotta be fair about it, Robert Shy. I'll be fair about it. And and the fair point is to say that uh Deadpool and Wolverine is gonna be huge. And I mean huge. It's gonna be big, bro. Um, it's the anti-MCU film, and I think just the fact that it has Ryan Reynolds attached to it means that it's gonna be a mega, a mega fucking opener. It just is. I'm going to see it, and I hate Marvel movies now. I think Marvel movies stink. Um but I think it looks awesome. I'm a big fan of Ryan Reynolds uh, from what he's done with with Deadpool with the first two. Uh, the guy just has a knack for comic. He, he gets it. He gets it right. He's one of the few people that make something where I'm just like this guy understands how comics work. This guy understands the characters. This guy gives a shit about the, the what they're putting on screen and. I've heard anecdotally, I don't again, I don't have any evidence that Disney tried to interfere with certain things that he was doing creatively and he told him to get fucked. So I don't know whether he has the platform to do that. Maybe he just said, well, then I won't do it then. Um, But they need this movie they need this win. And I think that Ryan has them over a barrel with as far as what he's going to do. So we'll see. It could be the movie could sting. I don't know. I like the second one. A lot of people said that they didn't really like the second. I think the first one is a masterpiece. There's no doubt about it. The second one, I think, is good, if not just as good, in my opinion. Um, and the third one looks fucking awesome. It just looks awesome, and I can't wait to see Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. I think it's going to be huge, ir- irregardless, as some would say. You know, because that's not a word. I just want to watch you know. <laughs> but um, you know, as as the kids would say now, it's going to be huge, Joe. So, anyways, that's my Super Bowl. That's my little bit of Disney rant. It's coming, don't worry. And that's my uh Ryan Reynolds spiel to say that I do think I think Disney's gonna have two hits this year. Two hits. Um, I haven't looked at their complete calendar, so I'm just speaking off the top of my head. Two hits for them. I'm gonna give them this year. Deadpool and Wolverine's gonna be a hit, and I think the Planet of the Apes movie's gonna be a hit. I think they're gonna do well with both of those. Um and that aside, Deadpool and Wolverine is the only MCU movie that is coming out this year. Just one. So that's how, that's how dire straits. You know, at least when the, we had the beginning of Marvel, they were doing, I think, about two a year. Um, then they started getting a little bit overzealous, in my opinion, and doing three. I think that's excessive. Um, I think two is reasonable. And then they started flooding it with with a whole bunch of shows and shit like that that no one gives a shit about because they're all garbage. Um, but yeah, I think we could see some. We could see some real. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there on the ledge. I'm gonna say that that Deadpool and Wolverine will make a billion dollars. I believe that it will. Um, I believe the Planet of the Apes movie will probably make about seven fifty to eight hundred. I think they're going to be both going to be really big. Um, both of them are coming off huge franchises that were owned by uh, 20th Century Fox. Um, you know, it's hard to say with Planet of the Apes whether it will continue to be good, being that the original team has gone. Um, but based on the trailers, at least from what I can see, it looks pretty fucking awesome. So I'm going to give it a shot. You know, maybe I'll be disappointed. I probably will be. I usually am disappointed nowadays. It is 2024 after all. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, another news, have you ever like had a big sniff and you had a, like a boogie that was in your nose that you didn't know was there and you like sucked it up? You were like, <gasps> and it goes, and you're like, <laughs> You almost like pass out because the boogie just goes right into your fucking esophagus and you can't breathe. I had that that happen the other day at work. I don't know what I was doing. I was just like, i would like coughing and stuff because I've had this like cold type thing for two months now. It just won't go away. Um, You're like, wait, let's go to the doctor. Okay. Um, So I've had a kind of perpetual little baby cough. I mean, I don't really feel sick anymore, but it is kind of a perpetual thing. And I was coughing or something, and I guess I had coughed for a longer period than necessary because I felt like I was out of oxygen. So I breathed through my nose. I was like, like, you know, I want to suck in some air and get some air in there. And then this giant fucking boogie dislodged. Now, you know, for those who know me, my nose is absolutely huge. I mean, it's the size of the Empire State Building. So imagine sucking in air through the Empire State Building and how much pressure that that's going to that's gonna give on your boogage. So this motherfucker dislodged, went right into my esophagus. I really felt like I was going to die. That's how big it was. And then you like cough it up. So this is my question to everyone in the audience. When you have this happen, you're essentially eating your boogies. <laughs> I mean, I realize that all of this is interconnected. You're technically eating your boogers all the time because of how, you know, the nose is connected to your throat and to your chicken chow, baby, and you put your vaccine on, you COVID-19 vaccine, everyone. Hey, everybody, put your mask on. Um, You know, I always get in my Tony Fauci face. Uh, But... You know it's all interconnected, but but the thought is, you know, we always make fun of those kids in school who used to pick their nose and eat their boogies. But the thing is, you're always eating your boogies anyway. So what's the difference? You might as well be the kid that eats your boogies because you're going to do it in one way or another. One way or another, you're eating your own goddamn boogers. I just wanted to let you know that that's what's happening. So this is my question to all of you: When you sniff that up and it gets stuck, and then usually you like cough and it like dislodges from your throat. And comes up in your mouth so you got a big giant fucking just a behemoth boogie in your mouth and you can feel it (laughs) you can feel it with your tongue i know this is grossing out a lot of people but it's true i mean it's the size of west texas you can feel it in your mouth you're like jesus christ like do you go and you spit it out are you just swallowing it um i'm a big investigator i'll just be honest i'll just tell the audience the truth i'm a big investigator guy so like you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Well, I'll tell you. Like, if I'm in the in the comfort of my home and I scratch my like my my butthole or something and it feels a little saucy, I'll I'll bring my hand out and sniff it. I'll be like, you know, I'll be sniffing it and shit. Like, if I got like a a I don't know, like if I have a huge shit, I I try not to wipe my ass until I look into the toilet to see what kind of shit I had. <laughs> um when I have like a huge boogie come out of my nose, I like to look into the napkin to see what I've blown out. I just find those things interesting. I don't know if I'm the, if if I'm the only one who does these things, whether it's just like a man thing, whether I'm just like some sort of recluse that does weird and odd things and that aren't you know palpable for society. (laughs) That's certainly fine. I realize that, but I do those kinds of things. Like I'll like clean my, you know, coach gets, she gets agitated with me because she thinks I'm disgusting and I am. I'll admit it. Like, I, I love to smell my own farts. I mean, there are things that I do that, that would be surprising to people. But I just like to do these things. But, like, one of the things I'll do is I'll stick my pinky finger into my ear and I'll try and clear it out. And and I'll, like, look at it to see if what kind of, like, chunks of shit. Because sometimes I'll pull out, like, a big chunk of something and I'll be like, what the fuck is that? Like, I'm always investigating what comes in and out of my body. Right? I just like to do it. And you're like, what do you mean goes into your body like like food and stuff like I'll like look through my food and stuff and like, you know, because I always have have this weird thing with with making sure I had a a fly in my food one time, not at home, but at a restaurant. So I like look through my food now. It's just one of the things I do. I'm not going to trust that you have given me perfect food to where there's not some sort of bug in it. So I always inspect everything. So too, everything that comes out of me, I inspect as well because I find it interesting. Think, think of all the things that you can find out. Like, like I had a, a hellacious shit tonight. I mean, I had been, I had been working on this and, and I talked about this before with the, uh, the shots that I take for, for the, for the diabetes, you got to get your diabetes meticulous checked out and you got to do it every day. Remember that guy, Wilford Brimley. Um, but anyway, as part of the shot that I have to take in my, in my stomach, as it were, um, it can really slow down your digestion to the point where you have burps that smell like farts. I think I went over this in a previous podcast. So I'll just, I'll leave you with that. If you're interested, there's other podcasts that I talk about diabetes and the ramifications. But one of the things that you have when, you, when you're taking the shot is that, it, as I said, it slows down your digestion to a crawl. So you can't overload your system. You can eat, but you can't eat too much because if you eat too much, then your body will go into full dis- disarray. It'll go, oh Jesus! whoa. You know, that's kind of how it does it. Um, so the other day, i it always happens. When Coach and I go out to a nice restaurant, I tend to overindulge a little bit. Like I'm getting an appetizer. I'm getting a meal. Um, and then I'm getting a dessert. It's too much. My body can't handle that. And I know that it can't. But i do it anyway because of course i do because i'm a human being and i'll never listen um but one of the things that i always think about is like it always seems to happen when i have too much beef especially is what my body just sends my body into overload it can't handle that much beef so i've had steak on and you're like oh oh listen to the elitist okay whatever so i had steak on friday night then i had a special dinner with coach on saturday night where i had more steak and it overloaded my system because again i did the appetizer i did the entree i did a salad i did a fucking you know chicken chow mania waddley amber i had a dessert i had all the things and my body got overloaded so what happens on this shot is that if you do overload your body you can have burps that smell like farts that's how bad they are they're just because you're essentially, what's happening is your your system's slowing to the point where you're just putting basically food on top of rotting food. It smells like rotting food. That's what it smells like. It smells like you're farting out of your mouth. So, and as such... It just hit me, especially today. I just had some issues where I had those terrible fucking burps again, and there's really not much you can do. You gotta kind of wait it out. So you're like, well, what does this have to do with your shits? Well, I'm getting there. Would you just wait a minute? All these stories have points to them. So anyway, so I get into the bathroom tonight and I I took, as I said, a hellacious shit. I mean, I knew it was coming because I, you know, as part of it being, your system being backed up is that you don't shit as much. So when you do shit, you really shit. And this thing, I, as my, my dad used to call him, even when I was a kid, I've always had turds the size of like skyscrapers. So he termed the phrase, oh, did you just go let a Statue of Liberty out? That's what he called my shit, Statues of Liberty. <laughs> so I had a Statue of Liberty poop tonight. But what was the first thing that I did when I had my Statue of Liberty poop? poop? Poop. Poop. What was the first thing I did? Yeah, that's right. I inspected it. I got up. I didn't wipe. I just wanted to see because I knew it was big. And you can tell, too. And this is the weird thing about taking a shit. Like, when when you're taking a shit, it's one of two things. You either have to put a lot of, like, effort into it, and it's usually a little dingleberry or something very small. It's, like, maybe a couple inches. But if it just slides right out, it's massive, right? (laughs) That's what I've always found. So I just felt it, it came in two. (laughs) not not to get, not to get too descriptive. It came in two waves. Like I did two pushes and it was right out. It didn't give me anything. And it and it felt fast, like I call it like a fast poop. It's when you're like, you're pushing and it just goes. That's when you know, it's a massive shit. You just know it's, it's gonna take up like half the bowl. But if you have to really put a lot of effort into it, why is that anyway? I know it was oh, it's constipation. Okay, I, I get it. I know. I know what it is technically. But what the fuck is the deal with that? Like, why do I put all this effort in and almost like, you know, blow one of the veins in my forehead, almost die having an aneurysm for like a little like chunky poop. But yet these big ones, I mean, they'll come and they're the size of the Statue of Liberty and they just come right out. I don't understand. So anyway, so that was my deal tonight. <laughs> and everybody's like, what the fuck did we just listen to? I get it. Listen, I just want to be honest, okay? I want to be honest about real life things. And this is very important to me. I always want to talk about it. You, I, I mean, I assume I've talked about shits on the podcast before. I think it was uh, shit sports and pizza was the episode name. So I've done this before where I talk about shits. I think it's very important to have a conversation about poops. And it's going to come up like this won't be the last episode that I talk about shits. I'm just there are many things that we can talk about, many hours worth of material here that we can discuss (laughs) so that we can make sure that we're all on the same page when it comes to shitting. And the last thing uh, I wanted to talk about tonight, or maybe next to last thing is kind of along the shitting phase. Hold on. Let me get a drink real quick. Hold on. It's kind of along the shitting thing. Is that I've always found that when I have the worst shits, I'm always in a car and I'm on the interstate. Always, it's it's always it it happens every time because I'll drive. As I said, <clears throat> Coach and I live in Georgia. We have to go up to Maryland every once in a while to see family and stuff like that, which we won't be doing for two years. Just letting you know. But uh, that's for Coach, by the way. But we make this this trip. It's about six hundred and sixty some miles, six six seventy somewhere in there, six ninety. Every time that we leave the house, about halfway through the trip, I gotta shit like there's no tomorrow. And the issue that I find on the interstate is that sure they have the, um, I mean, well that's the one thing. Like they have like these these places, uh, you know, they're like, um, excuse me, would if you would like to take part in our state shitting facility. <laughs> <laughs> these are on this, for those who aren't on the United States, these are along the interstate. It's like a, it's a, it's a place to kind of, uh, I don't know what they're called, rest stop is what we call them. Jesus, I couldn't get it out. Anyway, much like poop sometimes. Um, but we have these rest stops that are along the interstate highway that go in between states. But the problem with the, with the, these nice little stops, these rest stops is that they're not all over the place, right? So each state usually, typically, not all the time, it depends, I guess, how big the state is. That's what she said. But they're going to have a rest stop when you get into the state. It's to be the first thing that you can see will be a rest stop. So if you're coming into Georgia from South Carolina, there's a rest stop there. If you're going into uh, South Carolina, there's a rest stop there, right? You're always going to have the rest stop as the first thing. And before you leave the state, there will typically be one either before you leave the state or when you enter the new one, as I just said. So usually you have a state will usually have at least two of them, if not three. I believe that there are some states that do have three. I think North Carolina has three. But anyway, don't, don't, don't hold me to that. But let's just say you have two. You have one. Maybe there's one in the beginning and one towards the middle. That's it. That's all you got. So if you're going through a state that's, you know, 200 miles, then you're basically have one that's basically every 100 miles. That's it. Because they place them as, 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 you know, sporadic locations. Not really. They place them fairly, you know, it's it's fair. It, it just makes I'm stepping all over myself. They place them at, at variable intervals, okay? You don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes there's forty. There's one that's 40 miles away. Sometimes the next one is 300 miles away. You don't know what you're going to get, okay? It's a mess. It's a goddamn mess. So, like anything, I won't have to go when I pass the first one. It's when, it, when I don't have access to the first one that I really have to go. And invariably, every time I have to take a really bad shit, I can't find a bathroom. I just can't find one. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. Robbie J, back up for a minute. There are McDonald's, Burger Kings, all kinds of places for you to stop and take a shit on your way up. Yeah, that's exactly right. And let me tell you something. I must be the first person on earth that has encountered that every restroom is either ocupado or is shut down or something. Or is disgusting or is missing a seat or the door was ripped off. Any fucking time I have to take a huge shit. And you can ask Coach this. I can't take one. Because of all these issues, the the bathroom has 100 people in it. Uh, As I said, the bathroom doesn't have a door on it. Uh, As I said, the uh, the fucking, you know, they've pissed all over everything and it stinks in there or there's shit all over the wall. Or uh, one time I went to a McDonald's and it was literally an out of order bathroom. And I'm like, well, what are men supposed to do? I mean, I guess nowadays being that it's 2024, men can just be women and just go into the women's room. But unfortunately, I don't do those kinds of things because I'm not going to get away with that. So I had to leave and find somewhere else. It happens every fucking time. It's 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 a running joke in my family now that if I have to take a crap, there will be no bathroom around, there will be no rest stop, and I'm just screwed. And you know what happens if you don't poop? It goes right back up. Yeah, that's exactly right. It goes right back i don't know where they go your poops go away they just go up your tube and they're like well i'll catch you later i'm sorry you couldn't shit today but maybe another day because it won't come back that day either it might be a day or two it just goes away that's that's a nature thing you know if, if if i ever get to have some conversations with god that's gonna be one of the things i ask him you're like you're not gonna ask him that when you go to heaven the hell i won't don't tell me what i'm gonna ask him i'm gonna ask him why he makes the poops go away okay the fuck is that about? (laughs) Among other things. So I'm going to lead you with one more, one more quick little tidbit, which is how do, you know, human beings, we look at things and then we determine that it could be made into something else. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, let me finish because I think this is an interesting point. You know, people have made dyes. People have made glues. People have made all kinds of crazy shellac, all these things. But you when you research the the types of things that are in those materials perfumes you always find that it has some really fucking weird ingredient for example with glue some glue was made out of horse horse's tail hair it makes glue so someone had to say you know that horse's tail i bet you i could make a really good glue out of that I bet you I can make a really good fucking glue out of that. Someone had to go, you know, there's this like whale poopy, it's either, I, f- I forget whether it's whale poop or, uh, or a whale throw up, either way. But there's this really nasty substance, it stinks, but we're gonna use that in perfumes. <laughs> like who thinks of this shit? It's just, there must be some bizarro person out there that just looks at something and says, I could use that, I could make that into something. Who looked at this creature eating uh, cocoa beans or whatever for fucking coffee and said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to eat that. (laughs) I'm going to eat that coffee bean. You know, that coffee bean that that animal just shit out. I'm going to put that in my fucking coffee and I bet you it's delicious. Like who thinks of these things? There has to be a mad scientist or an absolutely crazy person that will look at these absolutely bizarro things and be like, yeah, I can make something out of that. Who are these people? And why are they trying to make everything out of something? I don't understand. Like we use, like, like I was talking to someone at work the other day, we use beetles in our pigments and stuff. Who knew? I didn't know that apparently in raspberry flavoring, they use beetles. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And you're like, Did you look this shit up? No, I looked this shit up, but that's what someone told me. Is it true? I don't know. But would it surprise you to know that there are bugs and things that you eat? I mean we already know that anyway. That's what that's what the uh the elites want us to do is to eat the bugs and be happy. But I'm just talking about in general in general stance. Like there are things that you're eating that have literally bug stuff in it, but on purpose. They put the bug stuff in it cuz that works for <laughs> to make the product. What the fuck Anyway, I'm Robbie J. This is the RAJ podcast. I appreciate you all listening. I'm going to get a handle on this new software. It looks like I might be able to record longer than half hour episodes. So that would be kind of cool. Um, But anyway, if you want to send me an email, it's rajpodcast1 at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at rajpodcast1. Cheers.